Well, hi, it's Dr. Kirk Triplett here. Uh, We're just looking at uh, Pastor's Positive Mental Health. If this is a benefit to you and you have any questions, I ask uh, and encourage you to reach out to me. Uh, Today we are just going to uh, look at some strange jobs that pastors find themselves doing. One of the things that that is a challenge for pastors when they go into is ambiguous job expectations. And really what I mean by that is is that each church member has a different expectation of the pastor. Um, Some don't expect much, some expect too much, Um, but often pastors find this willingness to serve, and especially in smaller churches, uh, this desire to to be the fix-it-all person. So I'm just going to go through a couple here, be more of a fun and a shorter uh, episode than normal, I think. You know, sometimes I start talking and I can't stop. Uh, That's probably an expectation for some church members, is that pastors wouldn't talk so much. Anyway, so sometimes pastors find them themselves um, being plumbers. Uh, they're at the church and there's a problem with the plumbing and they are the ones that have to find out. I, often I will hear the, the water running at the church when I'm there by myself and I know that the toilet downstairs has to have the handle jiggled. And so I'll run downstairs and well, I won't run. I, um, if you know me, you know I don't run. Uh, but we'll I'll go take care of that. But there's different things that come up and the pastor is sometimes the only one on the campus or on site and sometimes the only one available to try to fix things. And so a lot of times pastors, you know, they have to do plumbing. A lot of times pastors end up being janitors. Uh, sometimes it's they just cleaning up after events or, or whatnot, or there's just not somebody else who can do it. And so the janitor gets to uh, do the humbling work of cleaning toilets, changing toilet paper, emptying trash, mopping floors, or vacuuming floors. All those wonderful things. And by the way, um, let me speak to you pastors for a minute. It might not be uh, your best uh, you know, job set skill, but be willing to uh, help clean the bathrooms if you need to. Be willing to vacuum the floor. Be willing to, to, uh, to empty the trash. It's, it, you're not above it, just so you know. Uh, sometimes pastors are expected to know how to do construction. Hey, we want to, you know, remodel this room or we want to, you know, add a, a fence in the back. And so uh, the pastors are expected to know how to do that. One thing we find often in this in this day and age is website design. Sorry, that's my dog making some noise with a toy. Anyway, uh, website design, uh, you know, and, and app design. Uh, well, we don't know how to do that. And then throw social media on it. And uh, again, Again, the pastor recognizes the need for it, and often there is nobody else to do it, and so they end up trying to figure out how to do it. And, and unfortunately, um, they don't give it the greatest attention, and we don't necessarily find uh, the the best uh, websites, I shall say, done by pastors. Uh, and so again, some pastors are really gifted at it. I get that. But it takes a lot of attention to have good presence of social media and a good presence online. And again, we need people to come alongside who that's their focus. Um, so also sometimes uh, we see pastors having to do a lot of secretarial jobs. Uh, there's many pastors who are the responsible for putting together the bulletins, for printing the bulletins, for folding the bulletins if they have bulletins. Uh, they're responsible for answering the phone. Uh, I mean, I'm only one typically at the church uh, throughout the week on a consistent basis. And so I am the one that answers the phone when the phone rings. Other people 
want you to be their personal researcher. And this is a great, most of the time we delight in this, so I don't want to offend anybody. Um, but when you're calling and talking to us about biblical things, we love to research that. We love to talk about the Bible. Um, and pastors enjoy that. That's what they went to school for. That's what they train for. That's what they study for. But I find it interesting that, that we get a lot of calls for other things, like who's the best pest control in town? Hey, where would you recommend um, that we what, that we find for a rental? Do you have a realtor? Now, again, these aren't bad things, uh, but we find ourselves personally researching for other people. And that's okay. Sometimes we have connections. Like for me, I've helped people who are looking for rentals um, or whatnot. And I think it's a great that I get to do it. But again, when you when you finish seminary, you go through school, you're, no one tells you, hey, someone's. you need to make a connection with other pastors so you have access to a network for people who will help others with rent, um, rentals for good realtors, for good pest control. And so I want to encourage pastors, you know, it's good to get to know other pastors and, and to find out because people will look to you because they trust you. Um, and so it's a great honor and a privilege to do that. Uh, sometimes we are a personal directory for people. Um, I have had calls sometimes uh, where people say, hey, do you know the number uh, for that auto mechanic? Or do you know uh, the number for, uh, you know, something someone could Google. Uh, and it just, you, you know, it makes me laugh sometimes, but it's okay. Uh, again, we are those who people trust. And this leads into other things that are realistic expectations is a grief counselor. Um, we deal with trauma. We deal with crisis many times uh, throughout our career as as pastors, and it's part of the job. You are crisis intervention. You are a marriage counselor. But here's what I want to encourage pastors: there is a limit to your ability. Sometimes you need to make sure that people who are dealing with grief, the loss of a loved one, uh, the loss of a child, uh, a traumatic accident, uh, sometimes marriages in turmoil, um, unless you have those certificates and those licenses because you've gone through the training for certain things, uh, please don't be afraid to meet with people, but also direct them towards a good Christian counselor. Um, again, um, you have limitations. Now, God's word and prayer and your love is definitely something that people need, and that will help many people. But sometimes it is beyond your ability, and there are deep deep things that people need to deal with. So again, if someone, you know, if someone is a drug addict, I am not a drug counselor. I can't help that person. I can direct them to the Lord and I can pray with them, but I need to get them the help that they really want. If people are in serious marriage crisis, um, I can help to an extent. I tell people whenever I do marriage counseling, you got me for four weeks and the whole thing that I always emphasize is they need to pursue Christ individually. And they need to not look at the other person to fulfill their lives. And so every week, that's kind of, how are you doing on that? What is that? And if they can't get past that, I really don't have a lot more to offer. So I need to find them a good marriage counselor. Um, and so don't be afraid to do that. Uh, again, we, we, are, we are those who meet people in crisis, but it's very difficult for us, again, unless you're licensed or certified and you have the training to go beyond 
just intervention. And so, uh, again, I want to encourage you in that. Sometimes uh, you have a large homeschool contingency within your church, and you as the pastor are expected to be a homeschool champion. And then you have people who are a private school uh, in your, or you have a school at the church, and they expect you to be a school private school champion. Uh, some people really expect a pastor to be a political activist, and you better be on my side politically, uh, and you need to talk about it more. No, we don't. We need to talk about Jesus. We need to talk about the kingdom more. We need to say, okay, if we are Christians, how does that impact the way we live in this life? And that does mean that maybe we are involved in politics, but again, the pulpit is no place for politics. Politics, it's the place for the kingdom of God. Um, again, outside the pulpit, having conversations with people about life, helping them navigate the craziness of, of, of the times and whatnot um, is definitely acceptable and necessary. Uh, but but be, be, make sure we're not an activist for anything other than the kingdom of God, which again impacts what we do um, in, in our society and in our culture. Um, another thing that sometimes you find yourself being an event planner. Um, you, oh, we should do this, this event. Oh, that sounds great. Great. That, you know, let's put it on the calendar, and then the next thing you know, it's your responsibility to do it, um, which is good. Sometimes it's okay, but sometimes it's it's how do we get volunteers to be a volunteer coordinator is often part of our job. How do you inspire people? How do you mentor people? How do you encourage them to get involved? Um, sometimes pastors end up being gardeners and landscapers. Now people like that, um, but uh, sometimes it's just out of necessity. Someone's got to mow the lawn. Or as a friend of mine says, clip the nose hairs. Uh, sometimes people want financial advice from their pastor. By the way, not every pastor ha- is, is very is perfect financially. So, you know, again, as a pastor, you what do you do? Financial advice is, well, make sure you purpose in your heart to give to the Lord. Uh, but then also directing them to somebody who could help them financially. Sometimes they're expected to be administrators and they don't have the gift of administration. So they need to know that and they need to find that. So to pastor, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to do the things that you know how to do well and do them well. Just because there is a need, just because there's a phone call does not mean that you have to answer and and meet that need. Now, again, for me, I love theological questions. I love it when people ask my opinion about the Bible, and I and that's where I love to do those things. Um, but again, if someone's calling me and asking me what the best car dealer is, or if I know of a Christian car dealer, it's not. I'll I'll try to find out for them. But again, that's not necessarily my 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 growth. I'm not the best gardener. Can I mow a lawn? Yeah, I don't mind mowing a lawn. I can do that. Uh, you know, I'm definitely not a financial planner. Um, I'm not the best marriage counselor. Uh, you know, so I'm not the best secretary. My typing is not that great. So again, all these things. Now again, there are seasons in ministry where pastors need to do all, all these things and much, much more. And as a church member, I want to encourage you to say, what are those things that the that I can do that maybe the pastor's doing and they, that, that, that they don't need to be doing, right? Do, do I have, am I good at, at 
social media and web design? Could I help out with that? Am I good at construction? Do I have time that I could go say, are there any projects that I need to do around the church? Um, you know, am I a good typer? Am I good at, at other things like that? Am I, am I a licensed counselor? Could I offer my services? And so again, sometimes they want to be a design expert. <laughs> you know, how do you, we want to make sure we design this. And, and here's the thing. A lot of pastors think they are design experts. I know I struggle with that. Anyway. Um, so again, uh, again, as, as a church is a body of people together that are growing in Christ, with Christ being the head, we want to make sure that we recognize that everybody has a part, and the pastor cannot do every part. So we really need to help, and pastors don't think that you have to do everything. So again, together we will help churches flourish. If you find this beneficial, I encourage you to leave some comments or, or share this with other people. If there's some topic you would like me to discuss, please reach out and let me know. Have a wonderful day. Let's help those churches be healthy. God bless.